0: What's going on, Money Man Prediction family? It's your boy, Eddie Two Rich, and I'm here to discuss the slate on April 14th. We have a full slate of MLB. We have some NHL games. only two, and then we have NBA playing games. So, shit, let's get started. So, yeah, so let's go ahead and touch on the playing. So, both these games are priced the same. They're both at the five and a half mark. And so let's touch on the first matchup. So Chicago versus Miami. And so the heat I feel like is definitely overvalued in this situation. Like have you seen the last three games they played? Uh Chicago has won every game in this series this this season and they're still favored and Miami was favored in all those matchups and Chicago covered the spread obviously and one outright. And so and the unders 2 and 1 in those games too. So I just think it's too many points for the Chicago team being underdogs, especially since the Heat doesn't don't got nobody besides Jimmy Butler. That's all they got. They don't got nobody that can get a bucket. Kyle Lowry, I mean, he looked okay, but no, like you can't depend on a, another game like that from Kyle Lowry. Come on, man. Like that's that's crazy. That they gave giving, giving them five points. It's almost like the, it's almost like they're underrating Chicago, like their game was fluky. Like, no, they went into Toronto and won on the road. You know how hard it is to win on the road when the game means everything? It's tough. So, back to Chicago Bulls in this situation. Five and a half is too many points. Zach Levine has the potential to go off again. And... Yeah, they have a lot of people that could throw at Jimmy Butler in this matchup. So, I think I would go Chicago with the points. Even Chicago money line, man. Like, the Heat is not nothing, dude. Like, they're really overrated. And this hype about Jimmy Butler two years ago, for making the finals or whatever, two or three years ago. Like, come on. That's the past, bro. He hasn't done shit lately. And he ain't really on shit. Like, he shows up when it, quote-unquote, matters. But... He's fucking working fifty damn minutes a game. Like he's he's not taking taking no fucking breaks, and it's he's ineffective. He's hurting his damn team, thinking he's gonna try to clutch it and shit. Like you're not like that, bro. You're barely a you're marginal top ten, fifteen player. Like come on, man. Like we can have a debate about that later. But let me move on to the Oklahoma City Thunder versus Minnesota Timberwolves game. And this game, like I said, is priced at five and a half. I think that. In this situation, it's a good it's a good spot to back OKC. Okay, this young team is really impressive. Like I called out Josh Giddy before the game, and he stepped up to the challenge. But guess who did step up to the fucking challenge? Scotty fucking Barnes. Like I said, he's shit. Stop hyping this man up and OG Ananobi. Stop hyping both of them up. But anyway, let's get back to this game. Um, OKC is you know very a very interesting team. Like like I said, Giddy, uh, SGA is amazing. Obviously, they're just double-teaming him, and he's able to maneuver the offense and do his thing. And, of course, he dropped the fias Instagram caption. I'm starting to think he's a ghost rider for Drake, man. His bars are fire. But it's going to be a challenge, especially since Rudy Gobert is back, especially with the size on OKC. Because, like I said, referred in uh, previous episodes... They play like a college-style lineup, so their tallest dude is almost like 6'9", 6'10", quote-unquote. But I don't even think he's that. But, yeah. And they just got Sarage on the bench, but he's not really a force inside, so if the, the Timberwolves want to win this game, they would ha- they're would they just going to have to defend the perimeter. Anthony Edwards is going to have to drive in and just take advantage of these matchups and hope get J-Dub or You know, both either Jalen Williams and foul trouble because that's going to help their chances tremendously. But Josh Giddey's a problem, and I hope he shows out tonight, man. This dude is impressive, and he's very fun. He's got a nice energy about him. You know, you can tell he's not from here because he just, you know, he's positive. Americans are not really that positive nowadays. We don't got much to smile about. But anyway, let's move on to the next sport. Speaking of Americans. We're going to go to the Hockey League. And I'm going to touch on the Colorado game versus the Nashville Predators. And so, yes, both these teams came off of wins yesterday. But in this matchup, I really like Colorado. Colorado has dominated this matchup. They have won five five of the last five. So they've swept Nashville in the last previous matchup. So I think that, especially the 8-1 and one coming into this Coming out of their last nine games, and so they're 28 and 11 on the road, and also most importantly, they're 37 and 21 as a favorite. And so I think it's a great opportunity to back the the Colorado Avalanche in this situation. And then for the other hockey game, I'll be nice since it's the last game of the regular season. It is the Buffalo the Buffalo Sabers versus the Columbus Blue Jackets. And so in this series, it's been kind of interesting because the underdog has won 4 out of the last 5, the the Columbus Blue Jackets. And so their their money line is plus 145. I think you should take a stab at it because especially if the track record shows that regardless of what their records were, they won 4 out of the last 5. I mean, why not take a swing at it? I mean, sometimes you just got to play something down, and place a value bet, I think that's a good value bet for tonight. Even though Buffalo is coming in 7-2, and two, I wouldn't be surprised if they won this game. Maybe even take their plus one and a half just to be safe. But, yeah, Columbus Blue Jackets might be in for an upset for the last day. You know, they want to finish off the season strong, even though they're not, you know, in the playoffs or remotely even close. They might want to finish with a high note or, you know, save the coach's job or something. I don't know. But, yes, let's go ahead and move on to the next sport. Last but not least, America's Pastime, MLB. So, tonight, I like the Houston Astros over the Texas Rangers. And the reason why I like it is because without Corey Seager, this this Texas Ranger lineup loses a lot of juice because Corey Seager is one of those guys that always gets on base, always Make stuff happen, and so Simeon is more riskier, but he he's, he's solid, like he'll make a play for you, even though he's starting off really slow again this season. He's still trying to get adjusted acclimated to Dallas. I mean, it takes time for players to get used to ballparks and everything, but still, I just think that you know for the money that he signed, he needs to step up. It's time, and Garcia he was you know he came in with all these accolades, he is you know he's impressive. But you know we need more we need more pop out of this lineup. This lineup is not hitting like how I you know pictured, but they're still putting up runs, you know, getting a lot of r b i s but I just think that they need more home runs, they need more juice, more energy in this lineup and so maybe Josh Smith will provide that as Corey Seekers out for four weeks, so I think it's a good spot to back Houston, especially at home they're getting some home cooking and I think that the Rangers, the Rangers are not that good on the road, honestly. So I think that it's going to be a good day for to be a Houston Astros fan, and so back them tonight. Um, another game I like: Baltimore at Chicago White Sox, and so this is a good spot to back the Baltimore Orioles because Chicago currently is is dealing with injuries; they don't have. Tim Anderson right now, which is their best player, best hitter in their lineup. And, you know, that just like how the Corey Seeger effect. It's a it's a big impact. And so and this Baltimore Orioles team has been amazing. Like they went off a walk off yesterday and it was just it was just electric. You know, I, I watched the MLB games on the big ticket and so, you know, flip game and stuff, kinda like NFL Red Zone and It was just amazing seeing how, like, this damn Orioles team has really changed over the years. And, you know, now they're starting to be a force. And so I think that this is an easy spot to back the Orioles. And it's a good price. So take the money line. And then, I guess, for my upset specials, I kind of have two, honestly, that I was thinking about. Um... I really like I like the Arizona Diamondbacks over the Miami Marlins today. And coming into this series, the Diamondbacks have won four out of their last five versus the Miami Marlins. And the Marlins just came off a tough series win versus the Philadelphia Phillies. So I feel like they were exerting a lot of their energies these past two series were versus divisional opponents. And so... You know, since you're playing a West team that doesn't really matter in the sense of, like, playoff schemes, playoff things, or tiebreakers for you, I think that, you know, this is a nice spot to catch the the Arizona Diamondbacks. The markets are still undervaluing them, but the Arizona Diamondbacks are pretty impressive, man. Like, they have been—they have been they won the series versus the Dodgers. they won a series versus the Milwaukee Brewers. That is insane. Like— you would, you would. Nobody has not was not had the Arizona Diamondbacks on their radar this year, and so you know they had they they made some nice additions, and they already had Marte. They had they added Longoria. They have Walker, of course, my guy, and Uriel Jr. is has been a heaven sent for them, and so I think that it's a it's a good spot to back the Arizona Diamondbacks plus money, and why not? This Miami Marlins team is. As has been kind of unimpressive. And, you know, Jazz Jr., where you at, baby? Like, you're the MLB cover guy, and we're not hearing shit from you, man. You're not you're not popping off. Like, you're supposed to be up next. They gave you the cover over Otani, and, you know, you're not doing shit for it. So get right, man. Fuck. We waiting on you to take off. And then I guess the last one is the surprising team, I guess, is the Pittsburgh Pirates versus the St. Louis Cardinals. I think this is a good spot to back the Pittsburgh Pirates in this situation. Um yesterday they won in convincing fashion versus the Cardinals 5-0 and you know this team is different this year. They're 7-3 in their last 10. So, you know, they're coming in looking better and the Cardinals have been on the losing streak. 3 they're 3 and 7 in their last 10 and they're 2 and 5 at home, which is crazy. Like That atmosphere at Bush Stadium is just amazing, and they're losing. They can't even win at home, so give me the Pirates, man. I'll take them plus Moneyline and even the spread. So, BS, this wraps up another episode of the Money Man Prediction Podcast, where money is made every podcast. It's your boy, Eddie Too Rich, and I'm signing off. Please continue to give us five-star reviews on Spotify, like, and subscribe and you know tell a friend about it and yeah have a good friday and you know we'll be back tomorrow